Hey, eavesdroppers, welcome to Flapping Our Lips. Just three sisters talking about random things. And we invite you to eavesdrop on today's conversation. So last week we talked about a relationship where it seemed like there were expectations said and unsaid that weren't necessarily met. So maybe this week we should talk about expectations. And so let's get into it. And maybe first, really try to dive into what exactly are expectations. So by definition, expectation is a strong belief that something will happen. We get so attached to it that our psyches start to see it almost as if it is reality. Inevitably, we experience disappointment if we don't get the desired outcome. So that is an expectation. So as you said, there were expectations based in... um, For the relationship in the conversation we had last week, expectations of longevity, expectations of fidelity, expectations of being a true partnership. And clearly, those expectations for one partner was not met. Yeah, you know, for me, um, I hear that, um, I don't know, is that Webster's or somebody's definition of expectations? And it definitely sounds, um, I guess it's appropriate. I mean, it is the definition. Uh, For me, you know, there's various categories or various areas in my life where I have different expectations. So, for instance, um, in my friendships, I have certain expectations and it probably bleeds over into, you know, my relationships with my family as well as my relationships with my spouse. And I think that in those relationships, I expect that someone considers me, that they reach out for me, that, you know, I, it's not a one way street in terms of me doing things, putting forth effort, trying to um, accommodate assist, uh, be thoughtful, um, just an invitation, a, a text, a call. Some, 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 I have an expectation. And, uh, I, you know, the definition is correct because if it's not met um, after some effort on my part, then I'm going to be disappointed. And then I'm just going to not respond and I'm going to cut you off. And that doesn't mean that there's not room for opportunity for that to um, you to be put back on. So I'll give you a recent situation. So I had a friend from college who I recently reconnected with at another college friend's home. And so the college friend who I uh, reconnected with, we were pretty good friends at one point, but I think that person had expectations or thought something of my behavior and I thought something of hers. I thought she was being shady. She probably thought I was being shady and I really wasn't. Um, And I addressed that in our conversation and we didn't talk for 10 years and I intermittently. So there were, there's times when I um, like, I'm not, I'm done. I've, I've done, this has gone as far as it can go. You know, everybody doesn't go into reason season a lifetime you know, I'm not letting the devil carry my bags. I didn't, I, I'm dropping that friendship right where it should be dropped in last year and I'm moving forward. But there are some deal breakers on that. So um, the this person's mother's died. I was like, wait a minute, all hope, you know, bets are off. I got to call you, your mother died. I, that, that's pretty significant. 
And then the person tried to reach out to me a couple years later on my birthday to wish me happy birthday. I said, thank you very much. So nice of you to call. I didn't recognize the number, so I had to really hard think hard, like, who is this? Because um, I probably didn't have the name anymore. Um, and then, uh, so at this particular point in time, when the person reconnected and asked me, could we reconnect and become, you know, they didn't know what happened. I explained to them what happened in this scenario and what my, what my problem was and what I expected. And that was to be considered. So if you call me in a conversation and, you know, we talked about this in some past episodes where you're just talking, 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 talking. And then at the end, you're like, okay, Hey, okay, girl, I gotta go. Bye. And you don't ask me, Hey, how you doing? Then you're never going to know how I'm doing. And that kind of happened in some of our scenarios. But they interpreted that as me being shady when I didn't disclose. Well, hey, I never got a chance to because I was busy trying to assist or listen to you. Not every instance, but some. So I think that um, I definitely have clear, clear expectations. And But I'm willing to, if you change or I see some movement or evolution, like it, it really wasn't something that was so super... Um, like a deal breaker for me, I could possibly reconsider. But if I see any of that behavior again, I'm backing out and I'm gone. I'm ghost. Don't even look for me. No more opportunities. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree with, uh, with you. I think I have very similar expectations and, um, a similar way of, um, assessing relationships, if you will, with, um, individuals, whereas, if you're not checking for me, I'm not checking for you. I, you know, and and there's levels to that. If you know, if we're you know peripheral friends, uh, yeah, it's very easy for me to be like, okay, I'm not calling. Uh, but if it's somebody I have a little bit more caring consideration of, then you know, I'll try. But if I see it's not reciprocated, then bye, Felicia. <laughs> um, and and then there 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 but there are some relationships where I will continue I will continue to to try it. I not that I've had to, you know, my family, if I don't talk to you for a while, um, or I don't hear from you, I'm not, no hard feelings because people busy and I know that whenever I talk to you again, I'm just gonna pick up from where I was and it, it will be almost like I didn't skip a beat. So with my family, I have a whole lot more grace with my children and my husband, a whole lot more grace, but the other folks, mm, you know, take it or leave it. Um, uh, I think what, you know, I, I had this, um, occasion to, to speak with, uh, one of our elderly aunts some time ago. And it was interesting hearing about her talk about her, you know, expectations of her husband. And what she had, she had some expectations that he help of say around the house, but she never asked. I'm like, aunt so-and-so, have you ever said to uncle such and such that you would like him to help with that? Well, no, I never said that. And I'm like, well, how do you expect him to know? So I think often, you know, there's those those occasions where we may have expectations of people who are close to us, um, but we don't necessarily take the time to indicate we have said expectations. And sometimes you want people to be able to respond and, and reciprocate by some form of osmosis. 
where it does require some level of maturity to be able to say, you know, here's what I like. Um, and, you know, I think that's particularly important when you're in a marriage to be having to have open communication with that individual so that they can learn um, what some of your expectations are and uh, work, you know, meaningfully to try to address them. And I think the same goes um, with with friendships. But sometimes we, do, we don't say, we just accept kind of like what you said about your friend that, hmm, I see that on all, all these calls. She's just talking about her and, you know, it takes a moment to check in with me. So mm, ah, bad friend, bad friend you are. And we're like, hmm. And I, I would say that I'm guilty of the same in many of oca- many occasions where I don't say, oh, I just, you know, I assume somebody would have the courtesy to at least inquire about my well-being after spending a whole hour talking about themselves. Um, but if I never say that, you know, maybe in, you know, in a respectful way, maybe I'm setting myself up for failure with that. You know, in that instance, though, I wasn't called, I was the bad friend because I didn't disclose. Not, I wasn't calling that person a bad friend. I was just saying, wow, I'm a great listener. That person was like, <laughs> yeah. you don't disclose. So yeah, you didn't say, yeah. Well, you know, as I was listening to this, I had read something and it was talking about the difference between an expectation and a preference. And as you were relating our aunt's situation, you know, an expectation is when you, according to this is, so her expectation was, I expect my husband to help me with the housework, which, you know, is a great expectation from a man of Caribbean heritage. That and an older person of Caribbean heritage. That's a great excuse me, expectation. Excuse me. It is not only Caribbean heritage. Stand corrected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amen. Okay. And a and and a preference. I would prefer if my spouse helped me with all of this work I have to do. So I think we also have to kind of like understand what is it an expectation or a preference? And we got to look at it from the different angles. And, you know, because that person might be like, well, I know that her preference is that I, I, I wash the dishes after dinner, but she don't expect me to do it. So I'm not going to do it, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> you, you, you got to understand the difference between an expectation and a preference sometimes because it, they seem interchangeable, but they're not. They're not, you know? Like you, I expect my friends to check for me. I expect that if you don't see me at church three weeks in a row, you you check for me. What is happening? You know, that is an expectation for me. It is not a preference. I ex- check for me, please, if me and you are truly, truly, truly friends like that, because I would check for you. I would check in for you. I would, you know, make sure you're okay. So, I, so I, um, you know, in terms of that expectation, what you said in a relationship, I have a friend who I was, uh, you know, I saw recently and we were talking about, um, we were talking about her expectations in her relationship. And to your point, she didn't fully express to her partner what she wanted. So she would say, you know, when I go to the store, I would pick, I know he likes, 
peanuts. So I would pick him up peanuts. And when he would go to the store, he would ask me, hey, um, do you want anything? And she would say no, but really expecting that he would bring her back something because that's how she defined him being considerate. So when he comes back with nothing, she's like, but he ain't bring me back nothing. But you said you didn't want anything. Mm -hmm. I said, you have to communicate. You cannot mm -hmm. charge him for not bringing you back something when you said no. That is not fair and unrealistic. I am sorry. And I think and, that's you know, a great, think, great example. Great yeah, example. I, I, thank you. I think that she just had this different expectation. And I don't think it's a preference. I think that, you know, I prefer you leave the toilet seat down rather than up. But if I go in, I can put it down myself. No, I expect that when you leave, that you won't leave it the second seat up so my behind don't fall in if it's the middle of the, you know, there's, there's a difference with that. But you cannot charge somebody for being wrong in a relationship when you say, no, you want something from the store? No. Meanwhile, like you said, osmosis, I want candy. And they come back with two, their two long hands. Come on. This is just not fair. It isn't. And, and that kind of, you know, I don't want to be a, you know, uh, pigeonhole any particular gender, but I don't think men do osmosis. Well, no. I don't think that's their strength, but sometimes as women, we kind of expect that, you know, so, some men, you know, yeah. But I think a lot of them, they, okay, she said no. And I'm going right. to believe her. Right. Full stop. Now, I, I would say that I would err on the side of, in some, for some people, they might feel that that's romantic, that they want to be romanticized. That, I think that's the word. You know, you consider me and therefore, you know, you bought me back this. And that's great. You know, sometimes some people have that thought process and others don't. They're just very narrow in their thinking. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that rather than me think that you are this way, let me tell you what I like. So as soon as all of these things that I don't like start happening and I know I told you what I like, then I can make that choice, right? And I can say, oh, you're really just inconsiderate and not thoughtful, or you really just don't feel like doing it. And I've asked you and I've told you in a nice, reasonable fashion what my expectations are. Yep. And, and that's why communication is key. But if you communicate, Absolutely. no, no, thank you. Uh, then certainly don't expect anything different. Absolutely. So I think that, I think that the, the best thing for us to do when we have expectations is one, communicate, be clear in what we want. And that way, you know, even at work, family, you, you have to be clear, you know, th there are rules at work and there are rules in your family and your personal life. They're just, you know, things that you need to be sure that you're clearly navigating. And once you do that, I think it'll be, you'll be, you'll be okay. So on that note, I think we'll say thank you for eavesdropping with us today. New episodes drop weekly. And to share your comments, say hi, recommend topics, or ask for advice, 
reach us at flapyourlips at gmail.com. That's F-L-A-P-Y-O-L-I-P-S at gmail.com.